Hi, listeners. Thanks for joining. Today we have something very special because, first of all, I'm together with Jay. Thanks, Jay, for joining. And we we went probably to similar experiences, and we just want to share that to the listeners. So, Jay, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Just finished a nice uh, lunch uh, with the family and uh, hopped on this. So, yeah, excited to be here. That's nice. So in the previous recording, you shared a little bit that, first of all, you got divorced or you wasn't divorced at that time when we had these recordings. And you actually went back to live with your brother. Can you m maybe elaborate a bit on this? So how that all happened? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, when we talked, uh, it, it was already in progress. You know, it's been already like a couple of years uh in progress the divorce i mean my divorce started back in 2020 uh covid time my ex was in lebanon and i flew back to london just right after we had our daughter you know we had our daughter in lebanon and um yeah it's things things have been uh rocky uh before we had our daughter uh because of like the the nature of how things went i mean feel free to ask me like the history about this but yeah the portion between like the divorce and up until the point we met we we had already been in progress with the divorce and um yeah it's it, i was in london she was in uh she was in she went to spain and i was like hey you know i don't think this is working out for me i yeah we need to talk so i came down to spain i talked to her and we decided to uh to do to split up and that's when the divorce process started and two years later three years later um we managed to finalize the divorce um uh, so yeah it's been quite the journey i mean and 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 i would say the the this process of like uh getting a divorce has been the most transformative chapter of my whole life you know it completely changed me as a man and as a person it's just changed every part of me yeah okay so there's a lot of question but let me, <laughs> but let me start with something uh, first of all, where you met actually your wife, and was she actually the same nationality as you? Uh, that's a great question. So I think the history here is that like we actually met on Facebook. Uh, she, I saw, I was just like browsing Facebook, and I saw that she went to the same university that I went to. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, um, I've never heard, seen her. And it seemed like we were university mates. And I was like, hey, did you actually go to the same campus as I did? And she was like, yeah, no, yada, yada. I don't remember the exact conversation, but that's how we started talking. And then we kind of hit it off, you know. Uh, I was, at the time, I was going out of a breakup. I was in London. I was going out of a very nasty breakup. And, you know, me and this girl, we started talking. So she was in Lebanon. She's Lebanese, but also Spanish. Like she was born in Lebanon, grew up most of her life in Spain. Um, so yeah, we started like 
talking and we really hit it off and we started having this thing over over uh like um I think like over chat, you know, we were chatting and then uh, she was like, oh, I want to go and study in London. And and I was like, yeah, you know, you should definitely do that. And um, we I think the first time we met was in Lebanon. We decided like that both of us will be will meet in Lebanon. And then we continued talking and then she flew out to uh, to London. And that's how, like, we started dating and moved in together eventually. Okay, so then how long was you actually married? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, living together was like a couple of years and then actual marriage it's it's hard you know oh wow <laughs> i can't i can't even remember honestly like okay, i think okay, it was like yeah you know i think it was like me. three years yeah three years in total like between living together plus being married as well yeah but no we've known each other for like five years you know like yeah we had been together for like solid five years between like dating living together and then getting married as well so then the other question is, um, what do you think was actually the reason why that failed? Was it that you changed, she changed, or you discovered something what is the red flags and you can't live with this anymore? Or what was it? Yeah, this is the golden question, right? Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry yeah, that I asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the this is it. If you if you would ask me like a year ago or like maybe even six months ago, I would say, ah, oh, you know, she wasn't for me. Uh, you know, uh, things weren't working, yada yada. But then like now I realize that maybe I was the fucking red flag. <laughs> I don't know oh, if we're allowed. No. No, no, are we allowed to curse I here? I don't like this. I really don't like this. But that, I will explain why. And then I come up with my story a little bit. So I was over 10 years together with that woman. Wow. And I had, I don't know if I mentioned that to you or I mentioned that in a podcast of mine, I had a life-threatening event where I supposed to die, even I never felt this way, but I needed emergency operation. Otherwise, I would go <laughs> go out, right? Wow. Yeah. But in, in that moment, I, I needed an operation, what was scheduled, and then for some issues with the dates, I decided to fly to my family to Germany to attend an event, and that's why this operation was a discovery operation was actually rescheduled and then when i came back i got a i can mention it that's what they're saying i got a heart attack and and i needed that operation and they fixed me up so but that that changed me i don't know i can't I mean nobody who goes through can can actually exp explain this but for me it was I was now rethinking everything. I said, yeah. okay, 
And I had this, I call it the inner rebel concept. I had this in me too, right? Because I didn't want to live in Canada anymore. I really want to go back to Europe. I know my ex-wife didn't want it because her family is all in Canada and she didn't want to go back to Germany. We lived there together. We met actually there. But then she was more happy in Canada. And and I didn't like it. So so that changed everything. And then COVID. COVID was also something um, what well had an effect, but more we never had children because she was pregnant, but she lost it in the early stages. And mm-hmm. I was and that was also when I think about this, and to be honest, that was one point because I, she blamed me for this, but actually there's nobody to blame. That is just misfortune, right? And that was the seed for this. And then another thing, what I mentioned in that I was not the person I wanted to be. So when, 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 when I explained that to my family or so, then they say, yeah, we grow, we grow, we, we, we went different person and, it was better for both of us uh, that yeah. we're not living together anymore because there was a lot of fights and there was also a lot of uh, I, I couldn't even communicate with her anymore because I know she would blow up if if you say something. So I just annoyed, avoided her, and I yeah. tried twice to break out, and then finally in 2021 I got her to sign the sale of my house in Canada. And then we actually separated. I went to Barcelona and she stayed there. And mm. I was happy that I did this. And I should, I only think when I'm thinking back, I should have done this earlier, but I had not the courage. I had not, yeah. But anyway, I did it and I'm happy. And so Spain is my refugee. If, if I want to say, I came here to escape this jail. And you mean if if your wife throws away multiple times the wedding ring, then by the last time she did this, I took mine out, picked the other up, and said, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, you know having a life uh, and death event, uh, you know, changes you definitely. I mean, I've been through something like this, but it was more like self-inflicted because of depression and anxiety and burnout. Um, but I can, I can definitely relate to how you feel like, yeah, when you experience something like this, you start to have a sense of appreciation for life that you've never appreciate, like that you've never experienced before. And you're like, I really want to live life based on my terms. Like I can die tomorrow. You know, I might as well make the most out of my life. Uh, yeah. And, and and that's that's really something I've experienced. But yeah, no, back in my marriage, I, I hadn't experienced those things uh, so vividly. And I did, and I do say I was the red flag. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on myself or my past self. I mean, I don't blame or have any regrets, but I, it's just like a reflection on the person who I was. And the truth is, back then i was not thinking about like how what should i do to be a good partner you know to be a good man what is the role of a man in a relationship you know 
we're men like we were talking about this i mean every person has a role and maybe like the woke people will tell you oh gender roles don't exist you know no they don't talk about that they yeah do. uh but for me i'm an old school guy you know uh i'm not very old but i have an old mentality old school mentality uh i can i can be young and hip all the way you want but uh, i can't you know i won't cede to like the woke movement because i do believe there are things which are timeless and shouldn't change uh and they are universal laws you know so when it comes to the genders or like people in a relationship every person has a role and maybe yeah like for me and it's about every person what works for you as well like i wouldn't say a man who doesn't behave the way i expect a man to behave is not a man you know maybe other men have their own way of operating in a relationship okay. but for me i felt like i wasn't doing my role as the leader in the relationship i was just like yeah you know whatever i was just focusing on work and making money and uh you know whatever whatever she wanted to do uh she can go and do it and i was like i was just sitting there expecting her to do to go and work and pay half of the bills that's all i cared about you know and that was such a shitty mindset to have in a relationship because it's unsexy and uh you know it takes away the romance and it's it just takes it it waters down your position as a man so for me this among many other things which i was missing in the relationship are what led me to make that decision because you know there was no attraction left between us uh and i was responsible for this she wasn't perfect but i also was not perfect either you know uh she's a she's a good person she is you know uh, a a great person and i have no ill will or anything negative to say about her she had sh her shortcomings but i did too so i take responsibility for that but i'm so glad i made that decision because it was like the best decision i've ever made because you know yes this person might be good but if they're not good for you then that relationship is not good for you you know and the worst thing that you can do for yourself to yourself is stay in a relationship that's not good for you because you know you're spending every hour of your day with that person so i have to agree so i'm also a kind of old school but then i try to figure out why and i see Uh, as an example, the marriage of my parents, right? So yeah. my mom was not working, and my father was the money maker, right? And and when I right. started my marriage, then then I, I I took it the role as a provider, right? And and then when she started, and I under I tried to understand her because she became bored, and she said, oh. I want now also to work, but why we have more than 10 years uh, a, a, a common bank account and now she works, she starts her own bank account, right? So it's it became strange. So, uh -huh. and that, I mean, that was one thing. I mean, I could have tolerated and I tolerated, but the most important thing was that I was not with her the person I am. I just played yeah. a role. And, yeah. and my friend said, If you together with us alone, 
that's the person we like. And if you're together with her, that's not you. And they said <laughs> it multiple times. And, and that started something. Why? And then I started thinking about this, right? And, and, and yeah. that has something to yeah. do the person I became and maybe all these events made it more traumatic or speed it up, but no. Okay, so what I wanted yeah. to say was <clears throat> things change and sometimes people go in a different direction and 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 also I mean what what she did was this kind of and I didn't even know this after I read about this gaslighting that uh -huh. she mm -hmm. that she she did that I don't know why only to influence me and but yeah so I mean there was a story that that I lost my car key when I moved out I found it because she hided it <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's crazy behavior I mean uh you know the okay one thing you mentioned is like you the way the person you were when you were around her different from being you who you were when you're around your friends alone and this is a big thing and uh and i think to me it was also the case but only because i just didn't really think about like being with someone just being myself like and being authentic you know this was not a concept for me like the whole reason why i got into the relationship with her is because it was convenient you know she was there we we had good rapport at least we had a, a certain level of connection but that's it i wasn't even thinking about like being myself and you know uh being playful and being a real man and now I see the difference, like with this, with the woman I'm seeing right now, I feel like I always tell her like, hey, I can be myself around you. And she accepts all parts of me, you know, and this is a huge thing in a relationship. Like it's really important that your partner sees all parts of you and also accepts them. So like. And then another thing that you mentioned is like when it comes to gaslighting, there's a whole science out, out there of understanding psychology and psychology in relationships in particular. Uh, again, this is one of the things I was not aware of, but having some drama with family later down the line, I started studying narcissism and those behaviors like of gaslighting and you know, manipulation and uh, things like that and toxic behavior. And then I, I realized that I was a victim of so many of those things without even realizing. Uh, so, yeah, it's really important, like, to read on those things and understand them. And many people post about this stuff on social media and it's become a bit of a buzzword. But... Um, you know, it's important to have a good understanding of human psychology uh, if we want to be able to navigate relationships. But then again, no one does that on purpose, you know. Uh, yes. the, biggest, the biggest thing for me is like when someone does gaslighting or toxic behavior, it's, it's probably because they have trauma in their lives. They're acting from a place of fear. Yes. And, and yeah. I mean, what I say also is that this person and i don't want to 
uh, how should you judge her or say something bad. But if I think yeah. about it, I would have to have someone where I can have the connection of intellectual and this kind of conversation. What I couldn't have with her because she was not on that level, and that's not her fault, right? And but I'm happy for you that you found another relationship because I'm not able to have another relationship because I'm still wounded and yeah, so I'm actually afraid to go in another relationship right now. And yeah, that that's my status. So I tried it and that didn't work out and after that I'm I actually almost be more happy with myself right now. It's great. It's great that you uh, find, you know, a way to be happy by yourself. But how long was your divorce? Uh, I mean, how long have you been separated for? Well, it was 20, 20, 21, actually. So it's almost three years. Okay. That, that's about enough time. And you tried to date? You said you tried to date since then? Yes, and that was a kind of uh, I have a yeah it was a failure <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah but uh, the point is not that I'm not good in dating to be honest but I'm good connecting with people I mean I met another woman last week but and yeah just I'm good with connecting but if it's from dating I'm not good <laughs> uh yeah I I uh, I was in a very similar position you know because since my divorce started i went into like hermit mode and uh, monk mode as well i was like i'm not thinking about this i just want to think about my career my business but then i always had this need you know and yeah i'm also very good at connecting with people i'm able to build relationships and you know talk to people uh but i haven't had a very successful history in dating either you know so I was always telling myself, like, you know, fuck that. I just want to think about my future, my career. Uh, but then I had this need, you know. I always had this need. Like, as a man, you need to be with, yeah. with a woman, you know. Yeah, like, I, I know what you're talking about. But here's a story. A couple of weeks ago, remember, I'm always talking now with people to get them on my podcast. So I talked yeah. to someone I met here in Madrid. And then she said, no, she doesn't want me in my podcast, but we still keep talking. And then she invited me, because she was here on vacation, she invited me to visit her somewhere else. And yeah, and she said, oh. And then I actually decided to fly there. But in the last moment, I, I didn't go. And, oh. and first of all, I had the fear of rejection because it seems for me that what she said, yeah, you can stay with me and whatever, that was then not the case. And she messaged me, oh, I don't have time, maybe only on the weekend. And then I said, no, I'm not flying. And and then I was trying to figure out, uh, yeah, because I had a good connection with that person and we had good talks and and everything. But I felt also that she put a seed in me. She wanted to convince that I visit her in her city outside of Spain. And 
and and I wasn't yeah in the last moment I booked <laughs> in the last moment I canceled that and oh. said no and and I still have contact with her uh, only in with shot but anyway so and then I really went in myself and figured out why I did this because it was really just the day before can you imagine the day before that no I'm not flying <laughs> and. Uh. And, and I found also many other reasons. And then I figured out by myself to be self-honest and said, yeah, you have to fear to be rejected and you go there. And then, and then I learned something recently that you shouldn't invest feelings if you meet someone. Because if you do this, then especially if I call myself a high sensitive person, then that becomes, it's becomes a drama. So, the better is what I just learned that don't invest any feelings and, and go there and just figure it out and it can work or it can't work. But if you have expectation, of course, then then there might be met and then not be met and then then you have this this fear. So that's what I'm dealing with this right now. And um, yeah, right. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say don't invest feelings, but rather like manage your emotions. You know. Manage your Not, emotions. And yeah, that's a good word. Manage, process, yeah. right? Yeah, you want to manage your emotions and expectations. Like, you know, for me, I'm not going to invest emotions in a girl that I just seen on the street. And I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Like, I haven't even talked to this person. No. Uh, you know, and but I know what you mean. Like, often I've been in a number of situations where, like, I'm so afraid of seeing this through. Because I'm afraid if it's going to fail, I'm going to be so disappointed, you know. Uh, but then I realized that, you know, putting ourselves in a cage, yes, it does protect us, but it's also a limitation. Like, how are we going to experience the world if we're always trying to protect my, ourselves from the hurt, you know. And so I've learned to embrace that, to embrace the pain and embrace the hurt. And now it's it's happened a number of times, you know, it's it's happened a number of times. And I feel now I've, you know, I'm dating this woman We're we're doing great, but only after like a number of repetitions of like unpleasant situations and nasty breakups. And I wouldn't say nasty, but painful breakups, you know, truly painful. Um, and the, this is all thanks to working with my dating coach, you know, and I definitely think that you could use a conversation with him, um, you know, because he, the work, the work that we did together, it really transformed my perspective on relationships and on myself as a person and as a man, it really contributed to my growth uh, so much. Yeah. Thanks, listeners. That was part one. Uh, don't worry, we have a second part. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe there's something what we said helps someone, woman or man. Who knows? And thank you again for joining and please listen to the next episode. Bye-bye.